0: hello hello
1: yo can you hear me
0: yo what's up dude
1: <laughs> what's up dude you can nice hear me you. all right
0: yeah nice to meet you too man
1: uh, i really wanted to do this ever since i heard the uh frequency one and I, after i found out the the chaz was on this i listened to the uh, other people that hopped on i really liked uh really liked how somebody was having podcasts for this type of scene it was hard to find people that were doing this type of thing and i was really happy when i found your uh, page
0: ah oh, thanks dude that means a lot to me i don't know why i'm doing it <laughs> so <laughs> Nah. well first i'll let you introduce yourself and then after that we can talk about how you kind of got started and how long you've been making music and stuff
1: okay cool um so yeah my name <laughs> is matthew fryer so obviously my artist name is my last name some people think it's like Freyer or some like, I don't know, it's a lot of people say it weird. I, I think it's really funny, but um, I've been making electronic music for about seven years now. I started <laughs> on a free online music software called Audio Tool, and I made a bunch of like hip hop stuff. I made a bunch of like progressive house, I made a lot of kind of really bad dubstep. Is that a <laughs> DAW? Yeah, so the way it's kind of cool. It's like a mixture of SoundCloud and an online doll. It was kind of cool. I mean, it's not too popular, but it has a community inside of it where like it has a bunch of these stock plugins, like drum machines, and like pretty cool uh, old school synthesizers in it. And you can just make songs in it like that. It's nothing too fancy. You can't get like high quality stuff, but it's definitely a solid place to start.
0: bit about wavecraft collective
1: wavecraft so everybody that's in wavecraft i know personally and they're from myrtle beach south carolina except for like one or two that are like that are just went to school in south carolina that we became really good friends with
0: do you guys all make similar music
1: yeah so i mean the only music that goes on Wavecraft is bass music. It's like we don't really post anything that isn't like that. But for our individual pages, like we all like making different stuff. I have pages that are dedicated to other types of music since my Fryer project is mainly bass music and space bass. Whatever you yeah call space bass. I, mean, I
0: can see that. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so I guess space bass is usually the term, but um. I think people say like left field too, I don't know, it all sounds cool, it's it's all cool music. But um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I've had a collab with Dugash on there and he's like one of my closest friends in the group and he loves making like pretty light type of break beats, like very, very soulful, funky uh, break beat type stuff when he's not doing like bass music or like hip hop. Some of us focus more on wonky bass music more than others so who are some of your inspirations i uh, see i was trying to think of a good answer to this question uh before and it's so hard because i'll give the most basic answer it's a, uh, it's it's sad because it's true but i really love g jones he's i think he's probably one of the best electronic musicians of that i've ever heard in my lifetime he's a uh, insanely creative um also people like chi are really mm-hmm. good um she she is insane when it comes to sound design same with like people like eprom and when it comes to even more underground artists um like even my friends are like really really good at making music and they inspire me probably the most so like human um i have a couple collabs with him he's really good Ugosh is really tight, Signanders, all of them in the wave trap really make dope music, but Besides them, I would say like people like Frequency Vector, Black Carl, they all kill it.
0: Yeah, dude, that's That makes sense to me. <laughs> Just based on yeah. the music that you're making. I kind of I looked around and I saw on your Twitter Yeah, you were like shouting out G Jones hard, but I also saw one of your pinned tweets and It was of a Bass Nectar concert and he played one of your songs. It was a collaboration song called Augmented. Is that correct?
1: That is so um, that was a Augmented was a collaboration with me and Just Wayne. Uh, Shout out Just Wayne. He's a good buddy. uh, Josh, we're actually working on another club right now. But yeah, so uh, Bass Nectar. or Lauren, I don't know how people reference him, but I, I, will just say bass Snatcher, He uh, played our collab once at his freestyle sessions during I think night three, and I was like awake doing something at three in the morning when he, uh, when somebody when he played it, and just somebody sent me a video that was at the concert, and like I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night, so. Uh, that was crazy when that happened. Then he played it again at Floatfest not too long ago in Texas. I think it is where Float Fest was. After he played it, I actually uh, tweeted at him the uh, first video that's not pinned on my page, and he uh, he followed me back on Twitter and DM me, and um he uh, he asked for my email and we've been talking via email over some uh, cool stuff we got planning right now. That's
0: fucking awesome, dude. Can you uh, can you say anything about that?
1: I I don't want to share anything. Um, I'm just I'll go ahead and he's a he's a really nice guy. I have uh, big plans for 2019, hopefully, but. Uh, he was nice enough to buy me and uh, Just Wayne's ticket to the, his NYE event coming up in December. And also, I'm playing the pre-party for uh, the event, one of the nights.
0: Dude, that that's so cool, man. Um, I, I'm a big Bass Nectar fan. I used to go to like tons of his shows and I have mad respect for the man. But dude, that's that's awesome, man. Congrats. Seriously. Thank you.
1: It's, it's very surreal. It's it, it doesn't feel real talking about it. It's just crazy because the first ever song I ever listened to that inspired me to start making music like I had been was his remix to Ellie Golding's song, Lights. It was crazy. It was the first song I ever listened to that really got me into the whole dubstep scene, and I was... It's almost like a full loop. But I can't talk too much about it, I'm just really excited for what the future might hold.
0: Yeah, hell yeah man, that's fucking sick. Um, you wanna go to the collaboration EP that you have with Human? Cause like, I feel like some of those tracks, they just tell- they like say Bass Nectar to me. And I, and I mean that in a complimenting way. <laughs> How did you collaborate with and his name's Human, it's just spelled differently, right?
1: Right, yeah, because his uh his first name is Houston, so I kinda oh. play on words. Do you live near him?
0: Was it the type of collaboration where you could just go to his house or he comes to your house or
1: He lived about fifteen minutes away from me here here in Myrtle Beach and we actually went to college together at uh, Coastal Carolina, which is like kinda right in between houses what
0: was the session like like you throw down an idea you're in the driver's seat then he takes over
1: yeah so it's it's like that we'll uh, we'll take turns whoever controls the mouse and keyboard type thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like if somebody has a really good flow of ideas like the other won't really bother him until like he's come to a stop Mm -hmm. then like the other will throw in their uh, input and like say like maybe this would sound better like let's add this or like i think this could go here um it'd be that type of thing then uh maybe we would take a break during the like the session and like listen to other people's music that we really felt inspired by and like try to take some aspects from that that we really want to incorporate in ours
0: and do you feel like it's an effective way of collaborating like that
1: majority of the time when i'm working on a song with somebody that's not with me i can't tell what direction they really want to take the song it's just hard for me to connect with somebody that isn't the same headspace as me and that's that's the main issue with uh me collabing with people is uh
0: do you see any better way of collaborating especially online um than there is right now oh
1: it'd be so tight if ableton could somehow create a google docs type of way of collabing it'd be really hard i assume but it's basically you could see in real time the other person making the changes on your screen and they could vice versa see yours so ideally that would be the best way to do it over over a way where the person isn't in the same room as you but i guess the best way i've seen as of now is just doing it over say something like splice but i i personally hate sending audio to another person for stims for a collab i think that's the worst way i can club somebody is it
0: because you then lose like all the automation that you can do with like the plugins that are specifically on your computer because i feel like that's something i'm always like well fuck i feel like if i want to tweak something and i bounce it then i'm not gonna have the control
1: yeah exactly right you lose that kind of part of your process where you can't you don't have full control over that sound anymore you just have what the person stemmed out for you you can't say if you wanted to bring the filter automation up at a certain point you couldn't really do that
0: yeah you just have to work around it but you know at the same time i guess that could be it's like you, you can be more innovative when you work inside the box type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you restrict yourself from having all of the possibilities of oh, whatever.
1: No doubt, and that's that's why I think uh, it's mainly my my personality that is leaning towards more of like me having control over it. But it's definitely a good thing to be giving a certain i given a certain idea from somebody and you have to you are forced to work with that idea there's definitely advantages of that because it it's like a lot of people though like sticking to a very simple sound you can end up creating a massive idea from it's uh that type of thing
0: how did you get into the sound that you make right now you know it's kind of like bassy and powerful and like gritty and growly. What appeals to you about that?
1: Yeah, so I really enjoy the fast paced, kind of high energy BPM of music I make when I'm like performing it live. I didn't have a good understanding of how I wanted my music to sound until I started to go to shows and see this type of music in a live setting because it's it, I, it felt completely different than listening to it in my car or on my headphones the energy that i wanted in my music is the same energy i'll listen at shows like maybe bass snatchers a bass center maybe a g jones show it was that same energy and i wouldn't even necessarily say the sound design is what i'm appealed to but mainly how the sound design and the drums all connect to each other
0: do you have a bpm that you generally stick in
1: yeah (laughs) um sadly i stick to around 150 to 160 and i'm looking to try to change that to maybe mess around with some 130 to 140 and some 170 but that's where most of my songs lay around 150 to 160.
0: Do you ever feel like you get pressured into making a certain type of music because of the music that you've made before?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's... I, I really want to make more melodic stuff. Like, I've been really liking Charles at First old music, a lot of his older stuff that's very atmospheric and melodic and down tempo type stuff and i really love it but i feel pressured to make more bouncy heavy neck breaking music <laughs> which i don't mind making i really love it
0: do, sir. i'm just gonna throw in a uh, oddball question i love going on people's twitters because it's just funny like it, recounting things that you've said and then you'd be like oh yeah i did say that didn't i (laughs) but i know that they're coming out with a new season of black mirror and you said black mirror is widely depressing why would anyone watch this show
1: (laughs) i said that like a couple days ago or yesterday and um It was because I was looking for something new to watch on Netflix and like I remembered a lot of my friends telling me Black Mirror is really good and I was like, all right man, I'll put it on. And like I and I'll preface this with saying I really enjoy sci fi and I really enjoy horror movies. So like for something to be depressing to me, like it's pretty hard. So I watched the first two episodes of Black Mirror and I'm like, damn, like (laughs) 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 it's pretty bad. Like some of this stuff is plausible within the next like 10 years like it's pretty it's pretty depressing this might be reality soon
0: yeah i know what you mean my girlfriend i I love the show that's why i grabbed that little snippet of what you said but my girlfriend's like yeah it just makes me feel uncomfortable (laughs)
1: <laughs> now I mean, I, I'm not uncomfortable about it. It's just I'm it's it's depressing for me to think that it, it's almost reality. Like, for instance, uh, what was the episode? It was um, the, the baby, the girl gets a chip and put it into her head by the mom that can track like everything she does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that one. And it's like the the kid grows up to have trust issues with her mother because she thinks her mother's all like watching her yeah Then the daughter ends up killing the mom it's like dude that's plausible
0: (laughs) yeah that's that one's fucked because that one seems even closer than a lot of them like the uploading the consciousness thing that seems like a little bit farther away
1: yeah and that dude that's something i could talk like out like i I i'm going to school for philosophy instead of finance and
0: (laughs) That's what you wanted to do instead of finance?
1: Well, yeah. So after I went into school undeclared. So I took a I took like my core classes and I took a philosophy class that I really connected with. Mm-hmm. And like the professor is super cool and like we talked about really cool subjects like what is consciousness, what is self, like mm-hmm that type of stuff it's really intriguing to me and that's why i like that's why i understand the appeal of the show because the show kind of has like that deeper aspect of it
0: Mm, yeah that's funny i had a uh, pretty similar experience i i went to community college when i first started uh and i took a philosophy class as well and it was it was pretty (laughs) eye-opening but and i was thinking yeah i'm gonna go into philosophy then i was also thinking maybe i should do something else more practical
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's the thing right um philosophy is really cool to talk about (laughs) yeah people don't pay you to talk about it unless you're a teacher yeah
0: and words are cheap (laughs) compared to actions but dude philosophy will always just i mean it's something i use every single day of my life whether or not i'm studying it i'm actively participating and being philosophical.
1: Yeah, I mean, even just like reflecting on yourself and like, it helps me with music, man. Like the uh, early music I was putting out was inspired by certain types of philosophy that I was really into at the time. For instance, like I would read a lot of Plato. Plato Sing was, he was one of the only main philosophers that really believed in some type of absolute truth in the world.
0: Mm-hmm in what way do you see absolutes in music like dubstep is the absolute genre it's the (laughs) objective truth
1: (laughs) or what? it sounds so corny yeah um i guess there's no easy way it kind of sounds like bullshit so for me like i think i think like there's stuff such as absolute beauty like there's beauty that that would be absolutely true even if humans weren't around to witness it that type of you thing. You're talking
0: about like Fibonacci.
1: Like yeah, like for instance, like if it, there's this there's this um theory for absolutes that say like if there's no humans around to witness the world in, even if every other creature was on the world, would it still feel like something was lost? Even if there's no humans to understand something was lost. Mm. Like it's a little little um jarring to think about it's like does anything lose its intrinsic value if nobody's there to see it lose it that kind of questions whether there's an absolute thing there or just subjective to us
0: Mm. it's like does a tree fall or does a tree that falls in the woods make a sound exactly yeah i'm still um, curious how it is with the music
1: it's just kind of keeping true to like myself and like the way I try to create my own style and sounds like how I want to take my music and like have it as some type of objective beauty for me. I don't know. It sounds so weird to talk about, but like in some way, philosophy has inspired me musically in some way. I don't know how but it has some some way. So
0: like if you if all of humans were wiped out and your music stood the test of time somehow there's a USB sitting around and an alien race has the ability <laughs> to access this data. You yes. want your music to be objectively beautiful.
1: Like, some, some base head aliens are gonna bump <laughs> out to it, yeah. <laughs> if you were
0: cruising in a spaceship, and you were bumping, that's what you listen to. <laughs> like, light speed bumping.
1: Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's the goal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, for sure. Um, I always ask people, what was the first concert they went to, because... It's just funny to me like i interviewed vi and he was like yeah my first concert was a motley crew show i was like damn that's <laughs> fucking crazy damn
1: fucking motley crew that's gonna be hard to top dude <laughs> no <wait>. <laughs> <laughs> um mine was actually pretty like not good like it was pretty um disappointing i think adventure club came in like i think i was 14 or 15 and I was really disappointed because I really like their older style of dubstep that they made. Mm-hmm. But this was during the same time that Big Room House was really popular. Gotcha. So I go and they play too much fucking Big Room House. And like, I'm like, all right, like, I'm just going to leave. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. So you left yeah. your
0: first concert?
1: Well, I, I left disappointed in my first concert. But well, we'll say that. What brought you back? <laughs> um. Funny thing enough, dude. Like a year later, I started making a lot of big room house. But, <laughs> 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 but um, what brought me back, dude? Um, I just like how fresh electronic music gets every year. So, like, I would say, I would say every. Every electronic music genre I dive into, there's so many subgenres that are so experimental and so fresh that I just like latch onto them and like, that's why, that's why I went to like, my first show for bass music was G. Jones in Charlotte and like, it was off of a win too. Like my friends say they're going to see this guy called G. Jones in Charlotte. I had, like this week I was like alright cool I'll buy my ticket I'm down to go like I've listened to maybe like half of a song that he made yeah <laughs> and that's it so like I, I like doing stuff like that where like I kind of go and blind and like find something I really like
0: yeah so it sounds like you're someone that kind of goes with the times of like you're a connoisseur of electronic music and you're it's a very uh, malleable I wouldn't even say genre just platform of music um, and you just are you excited about like whatever that is whatever is new in that
1: yeah see I'm I constantly that's a big reason why I'm part of the scene and making for the people who I is just because they're usually the people that are experimenting the most and like pushing the boundaries of the electronic music scene so it's uh, it's definitely exciting I think uh, I think in like the next 10 to 20 years like almost everybody is gonna be making music electronically honestly it's uh it's pretty expansive i think
0: yeah i would agree with that especially because you can just like with sampling and vsts and whatnot they're getting better and better like i mean i'm sure when yeah i mean yeah what were you we gonna say it's crazy
1: to think about man like if you ever watch like a tutorial on youtube that has like two million views for some like synth their like VST and you're like damn like all these people make music on their computer too. (laughs) Crazy
0: to me the people that make the plugins.
1: Oh yeah so that's what I was I was actually uh watching rhythm roulette and i forgot who makes it it's either complex or some i'm not sure there's there's a there's a different version of the same thing where they give some producer samples and they can only make a song with those samples and they were giving this one uh this one guy i forgot his name but he was a genius man he he was a coder slash like producer so what he did was he would code his own like vsts and like his own like stuff in ableton it was insane to me how he did it and like i was like this guy's the future of electronic music like yeah that's the type of experimental stuff that i love seeing like i would never think of that like that's insane like i don't know if you've
0: messed with max for live or just max in general it's there's a lot of out there, things you can download, people have made it. It is fascinating to me the technology that brings forth like new sounds. Like, that is the most,
1: dude. It's endless. It's it's hard to, I don't know, dude. So much, some people try to argue with me that there's a limit for like the, the amount of music that can be made within the whole universe type thing. Like yeah. there's X amount of songs that can be made before the next song is going to be some type of duplicate of another. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's bullshit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that there is like a point where stuff gets pretty similar, but we, ha- we haven't yeah. reached that point. And people that are concerned about that, they're just butthurt that they're not making cool music.
1: <laughs> exactly, right? There's still something making Big Room House. I mean,
0: dude, there's tons of shit you can do that, you know, just... It doesn't even... You don't even have to make necessarily a new sound. It's just one of the biggest parts of music is just the arrangement of the sound. And
1: yeah, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic yeah. about that. Me too, me too. I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to say if there's a limit or not. There might be. There might not we'll never know yeah. but <laughs> we're here for the good part of
0: well, it also what, I mean I just had this idea since we're talking about it it's like what if we made some kind of new technology that allowed us to expand the human range of hearing so like we could go even we lower could hear more
1: frequencies yeah, yeah like stuff?
0: subsonic frequencies or even really high pitched stuff so you know you just never know
1: Treble music instead of bass yeah, music. Yeah, just treble. <laughs> dude, that would be crazy. Nah, dude, it, what? <laughs> yeah, it'd be insane. It's, I mean, even like this, right? Like the whole lo fi movement where like people like make beats and cut out a lot of the high frequencies and certain frequencies give it the lo fi feel. Like that whole like simple process of EQing a, a master is created a whole genre of different type of music it's like that's why i think it's hard to hard to say if there's a the limit or not just because the simple stuff like that can create different stuff yeah, yeah. who knows uh, exactly dude it's uh that
0: was a uh kind of philosophical talk we had there
1: yeah <laughs> no nah, dude i enjoyed it it's i we could go on forever i know yeah I, I would really want to yeah <laughs> but i i gotta start to write a paper for a class thursday but dude it was it was a fucking blast being on here talking to you uh keep in touch bro send me some new music
0: yeah for sure will do man and i'll i'll let you know what's going on with the podcast oh yeah dude uh later man all right have a good rest of your night man peace